Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning into the Christian Bay Podcast. Today, I have a new series for you guys. Today, we're starting the Know Your Worth series. And I'm so excited for you guys to see everything that I have in store for you. I have a few interviews with some amazing ladies and they are going to be dropping so many gems. I'm so excited to be closing out 2019 with this series. I pray that each and every one of you enjoys it. And I pray that mostly that it reminds you of who you are, who God called you to be, who God created you to be. So for today, the opening episode, the first episode of the Know Your Worth series, we are starting off in the book of Jonah. Okay, because Jonah was trying to run away from who he is. So I just thought it would be perfect to start off with him. So grab your journals, grab your Bibles, or take your mental notes because we're talking about the book of Jonah. Now, I won't assume that all of you are Bible scholars because (laughs) I surely wasn't. So if you don't know the story of Jonah or who Jonah is, Jonah is, he's a pretty popular story where it talks about he was trying to run away on a boat and then he had to jump off the boat and he got swallowed by a whale and then the whale took him back to shore where God wanted him in the first place. And God is just like, nigga, I told you to go to the land of Nevaeh and you should have just went. It's not Nevaeh. It's actually Nineveh. Um, I think I'm pronouncing it right. But whatever. He's like, I told you to go to the land. You ain't go to the land. You tried to run away. Now look at you right back where you started at. Do what I say. That's what this book is about. Jonah was just trying to escape. So I was going to break it down to a specific verse in a specific chapter. But really, all of my points come from the whole book of Jonah. It's literally only four chapters. It doesn't even take over, take up like it's like one page, like front and back. So y'all can read that. Come on now. Like, come on, y'all. Y'all want to grow spiritually. That's why y'all listening to this podcast. So y'all can read the book of Jonah. It's four little chapters. Like, trust me, it doesn't even take up two full pages. It's very little. So. I have four points from the book of Jonah that talks about or focuses on knowing your worth. And of course, we're going to talk about how you can apply them to your life. So now that I gave y'all a brief summary of the book of Jonah, let's get into these points. The first point that I have for you is only God knew the worth of Jonah's voice. Like I said, God wanted Jonah to go to this land and announce his judgment against the land. He wanted the people to know what he felt about their land because they were being so wicked. So being that God is such a graceful God, such a loving and forgiving God, he wanted to warn them like, yo, y'all really out there wilding. Like if y'all don't chill, I'm gonna just destroy y'all and blow everything up like TNT type blow up. So he wanted them to be warned first before he went and did that. So he's like, let me hit up my nigga Jonah. Send him over there, whoop, 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 tell them what's up. They're going to get back right. We're going to be good. But when he chose Jonah, Jonah decided to run. And in chapter one, verse four, it literally says, but the Lord hurled a powerful wind over the sea, causing a violent storm that threatened to break the ship apart. That That's a word in a word. If you call yourself going outside of God's will, if you call yourself doing something that's the complete opposite of what God told you to do. He will destroy everything that you try to do. He was he didn't just cause a powerful wind over the the sea. He wanted to destroy the ship. It says break the ship apart. 
So whatever you trying to build outside of the will of God, just know that he will cause it to fall apart if he's giving you instruction and you're choosing to do the opposite. Oh, you oh you thought you had somebody to play with. Oh, you thought this was a game. Okay, well, let me show you what I'm about. Whatever you're trying to build or come up with or wherever you're trying to go, I'm going to send a problem there and I'm going to show you that I wasn't planning that. It wasn't an option. Like I was serious when I said what I said. So God, you know, he was coming with it, honey. He said, it says he sent the powerful wind. He was about to break the ship apart. So the sailors on the boat, they like, hey, nigga, what's up? You know, like, where is this coming from? This never happened to us before. Jonah's like, oh, it's me. I'm the problem. Blah, blah, blah. Get off the boat. Hop in the whale's mouth. Why would God send a powerful wind or want to break? Because it was other people on this ship. It wasn't just Jonah. So God also put them in danger as well. Why would God do that unless he knew that Jonah was the one that needed to get it done? Jonah's voice was the voice that these people needed to hear. So even if Jonah didn't know the authority or the power that he had, God knew, which is why God sent destruction in Jonah's path because he knew what Jonah was running from was actually powerful, was actually a gift, was actually anointing that God had placed within him. So just in case you're experiencing trials and dilemmas and delays and it seems like constant setbacks, you have to understand that when you're going the opposite route from God or going on another path, God knows what you could be potentially putting at risk or what you could be potentially throwing away. Jonah had anointing. Jonah had authority in his voice that God wanted to use. And before I let you run away and throw this away, I'll cause destruction to come in your path and shut it down. Because what you have, I placed in you and I need it to be used. I need it to come out. And sometimes the only way for God to get that to happen is to send destruction, is to send a powerful win. So if you're facing it, ask yourself, could this be God's way of stopping me from going in one direction? Because he knows that the power and the authority that he has within me is only going to come from another direction that I may not be already going in. Not only that, this 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 word wasn't even a part of my notes, y'all, but I got I got to put this out there, okay? <laughs> Not only that, when you read the book of Jonah, it also says that the other sailors on the boat, they became saved. They all they vowed to serve God and follow God after they watched everything that happened because like I said, why would God send this powerful wind and threaten to break the ship apart when he knew it was other people on there? Because of the destruction that he sent to Jonah, other sailors were saved. Other sailors saw his power and saw the way that he moved and began to serve him. They said they were going to serve him after that situation. So I know for me, sometimes we don't like when people see us go through trials and tribulations. We don't like when people see us during failure, but sometimes God allows people to see us through these hard times so that when he blesses us, they can say, dang, I want to serve that God. Dang, look what God did for them. I saw what happened to him on the ship. I saw the wind. I saw the storm. I saw everything that she went through and look how God brought her back. That's why God allows people to see when we go through things or or distractions or disasters or trials and tribulations because he wants them to witness his goodness, witness his gracefulness, witness his faithfulness in our lives so if you're going through that don't 
don't look at it. I mean, of course, it's hurtful, but don't look at it as um, you being made a joke of. Understand that when God allows that to happen, it's because he's about to show out. And the same people that saw you down, those are going to be the same people that witness you when you up. Okay, so that's point one. I mean, I guess I'll call that point one and a half because <laughs> I said I had one point, but I gave like two different, you know, what? Y- y'all just make sure you're writing. How about that? All right. So the second point that I have for you guys is one can equal one person can equal one hundred and twenty thousand people. What do I mean by that? In chapter four, verse 11, it literally says where God was talking to Jonah about why he made the decisions that he made. And this is the last this is literally the last verse in the book. And God said to Jonah, Nineveh has more than one hundred and twenty thousand people living in spiritual darkness. So because of the spiritual darkness, and then he said not to mention all the animals because God cares about the animals as well. So because Nineveh had 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness, as well as animals, he chose Jonah to be that one to go save 120,000 people. One person can equal 120,000 people, 120,000 souls, 120,000 lives can be saved by one person. That's why God was so serious about the path that he wanted Jonah to take. He knew that in Jonah's hand was the life of 120,000 people. Like, can you really, can you really grasp that, grasp that? Can you really sit on that and just think that from God's perspective, if I want to save all these people, only this man can do it. And it really shows us why he went to the extreme that he went to get Jonah back. Oh, you trying to get on a boat? I'm going to send a wind. I'm going to tear the boat apart because I need, I need you to get to them. So one person can equal 120,000 people. That's the second point that I really want y'all to not only write down, but take with you into 2020 to implant in your brain. You're not, you're not just one person. You're not just one person. You're not just one voice. Your authority, your power, your anointing can save 120,000 people people but that takes us back to point one that only God knew that about Jonah and the same applies to us only God knows the third know your worth point that I have for you is check your perspective in the beginning of chapter three in the book of Jonah it literally says I'm sorry in the beginning of chapter four it literally says the change of plans greatly upset Jonah. So what happened was Jonah went to the city or the land that God has sent him to. And he delivered the message that he said. And he let them know, like, if y'all don't change y'all ways, this place will be destroyed. It's That's it for y'all. Y'all done. So now that I done said this, I, I'm going to head out because I done did what I had to do. I done warned y'all and that's it. After he said that, It literally says that when the king heard what Jonah was saying, he stepped down from his throne. He took off his royal robe. He dressed himself in sad clothes and sat in ashes. And then he sent out a decree through the city to let them know that Jonah Jonah has spoken. So this is what we're going to do. Like we finna change our ways. So it says when God saw what they had done and how they had put a stop to their evil ways, he changed his mind and did not carry out the destruction he had threatened. 
all because of what Jonah said to them. It literally says the greatest to the least changed their ways. The king stepped down. He took, he stepped down off his throne. He took off his royal because Jonah spoke. And then chapter four says this change of plans really upset Jonah. From the greatest to the least changed their ways because of his word. The king stepped down off his throne, changed his ways, took off his robe, all because of Jonah and Jonah's upset. Why was Jonah upset? Because Jonah said, you told me to come to this land and tell them that this land is going to be destroyed if they don't change their ways. And because they changed their ways, now you're not destroying the land. So you're making me look like a liar. So I'd rather die than alive if what I predicted will not happen. That's what it says in chapter four, verse three verbatim. I'd rather be dead than alive if what I predicted will not happen. Check your perspective is the third point because Jonah, he was so worried about not being alive that he didn't even realize that basically he was the king of the city. The king stepped down for you. The king took off his rope because of what you said. All these people changed their ways because of your voice. Do you not know who you are? Do you not know how much anointing, how much authority you carry in just the words that you say? Because Jonah clearly didn't know. His perspective was messed up so he couldn't even see the power that came from his words alone. Everybody changed because he said so. Everybody and everything changed. And the ones that didn't change, they had to change because their king declared it. Where does that put Jonah if the king is moving when Jonah say so? But when you don't have the right perspective, you can't see things in the proper light. Jonah was mad because he wanted his words to be accurate, not even realizing that his words was anointed. Who cares about being accurate when you're anointed? What I say goes whether you feel like it's right or wrong. Okay, the city wasn't destroyed, but I bet y'all start acting right. Check your perspective, because like Jonah, sometimes our emotions can make us miss out on what God is doing, make us miss out on our worth. OK, the job didn't hire you. God, no, you deserve more pay. The school didn't accept you because he has another acceptance letter coming your way with more financial aid. OK, he didn't want to be with you. Your Boaz is coming, sweetie. OK, she curved your DM. She was a shown anyways. OK, <laughs> y'all know what's showing me like i'm from florida like showing me like thought like she was out there like she kind of was ran through like that's what's showing me in florida like you really have to put your emotions to the side and check your perspective jonah was worried about that one thing coming through coming true not even realize that everything else he said caused everybody to move like you the boss, we all bowing down to you, including the king. But if you don't have the right perspective, there's no way that you can really know your worth and know the power that God has placed within you. The final point that I have for you for tips on how to know your worth is to understand that you are someone's light. L-I-G-H-T. You are someone's light. If you remember what I read in chapter four, four, verse 11, it says 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness. What that meant was Jonah was that light that God needed 
to get all of them on the right path. Their decisions and their ways was darkness. Literally, they were going to be destroyed if Jonah didn't go there because he was the light in the midst of darkness. Have you ever thought about whose decision could be attached to your voice? Have you ever thought about whose darkness you can go into and produce light? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought about how your existence, your presence can change a whole atmosphere in someone's life? Jonah needed to go to that town because all of these people were going to be dead if he didn't go there. Spiritual darkness, that's like spiritual death. Their evil ways, that's a, and that's what they were heading to. The darkness was leading them to destruction, which will ultimately lead them to death. He was not only their light, he was their life. And that's why God spoke through him and sent him there to do that, to produce light, which ultimately produces life. Is there something that you're supposed to be saying that you're not saying that could produce life, that could produce light, that could be saving someone from making a decision that's leading them towards destruction? Do you know you're worth enough to confidently step into any atmosphere and say whatever it is that God placed on your heart? Or are you scared and running away like Jonah? Do you know your worth? Do you know what God has placed within you? Do you know your authority? Do you know your anointing? Do you know how powerful you are? One person versus 120,000 people. Yes, that one person is you. You know how many people there are in the world? My 120,000 people don't have to be your 120,000 people. My message doesn't have to be your message, but we can both still have light. But you have to know your worth. You have to know that if God's sending me here, it's because something need to be woke up. It's because something need to change. And I'm the only one that can do it. You have to know your worth. And the only way you can know your worth is by first letting God tell you what direction to go and letting God tell you what to say. Because only he knows the full capacity of power, anointing and authority that you have within you. So entering 2020, I need you to know your worth and you know your worth by knowing God. You know your worth by understanding that one person can equal 120,000 people plus more. You know your worth by checking your perspective. Okay, God, my feelings feel like this, but what are you trying to show me? What are you trying to do in this season? You know your worth by understanding that you are someone's light, flaws and all, shyness and all, anxiety and all stutter and all you are someone's light let's pray father god first and foremost i just want to thank you for blessing me with another day on this earth father god i want to thank you for blessing each and every one of the listeners with another day as well father god as we prepare to enter into 2020 father god i pray that we take this last month of 2019 and we really dive into your presence father god because in your presence you reveal to us the gifts that you have within us father god the anointing that you have within us father god the plans that you have for our life father god the visions and the missions that you've set out in front of us 
Father God, that we couldn't even think or dream of, Father God. The people that you've planned for us to touch and pour into, Father God, we can touch 120,000 people each, Father God, and direct them to your light, Father God, which produces life, Father God. I pray that every person listening to this podcast is filled with light that goes out into this world of darkness and produces life and also uses their voice to cause a shift in any and every atmosphere, Father God. I rebuke the spirit of shyness. I rebuke the spirit of unworthiness, Father God. And I rebuke the spirit of feeling like not enough or like they need a certain title to speak or they need a certain degree to go out and express the things that you place on their heart father god i pray that every person listening to this podcast knows that they are qualified by you and you alone father god i pray that you bless them throughout this week and that you continuously pour your word and your worth in each and every one of them in jesus name i pray we pray amen all right guys this is the first episode of the know your worth series i can't wait for you guys to hear the interviews On the interviews, we're going to be talking about personal worth. We're going to be talking about relationships as well, y'all. Like, y'all know that's like a favorite topic, relationships. So I'm excited for it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore. Don't forget to follow at the Christian Bay podcast. Send me an email if you ever want to talk. I love you guys and I will talk to you soon. Bye.